Hey everyone, welcome to Gadget Talk. And nope, this week I'm not in Chad's workshop, which I wish I was. Trust me, I really wish I was in Chad's workshop. But I got this other view behind me. I'm up actually up in the mountains in Winthrop. Chad is, of course, as you see in his workshop. But we got a great show planned for you this week or tonight. And so we are really looking forward to it. How are you doing tonight, Chad? I'm doing great. It's a nice, beautiful day. Only 82 degrees. So at least here where I'm at. So I'm happy this week. Yeah, it's cooling down here where I'm at right now. So that's, it's been pretty nice. Um, um, but around Winthrop, I'm actually just probably about 40 to 50 miles south of the Canadian border right now. Um, so it's a, it's really nice. And as the sun sets behind me, uh, you'll actually be able to see more of the background later on tonight. So I was hoping it's going to be a little bit lower, but it's not. So, but It'd be really nice. Yeah. It actually looks like a great place out there. We saw some shots behind you there earlier. And yeah, it's it's nice it's place up there. It's it's really beautiful and it's it's really nice. I'm I I'm loving my vacation, getting up and spend some time up here in uh, up in the northwest and just having a lot of fun. So but before we bring on our special guest tonight and it's gonna be a great show. We're gonna learn some really stuff. Chad's you're really excited about this show. For what one reason, Chad? Actually, I, I love the idea of the CD-ROM or the CD tray cache. Right. Because, you know, we do the ones where the doors just pop open, right? right. It's a big surprise and everything. But when you have a drawer that just slowly comes out like a CD-ROM tray and goes so back cool. in, I mean, that that's amazing. It looks like, you know, it looks like something way more high tech than probably what it is. Right. We'll find right. out tonight. And it's really cool. So, but bef before we get to bring in our guests, let's go ahead and hear about from our sponsors if you have not become a patron of the geocache talk network what are you waiting for patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at three dollars a month the sign up is easy simply go to the geocache talk website and click on the become a patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk patrons now get the famous blackout coin invites to special events and other really great items throughout the year become a patron today Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com, that's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. All right, so now we're back. And let's go ahead and, what do you say, Chad? What, should we go ahead and bring in our special guest tonight? Let's, let's bring him in. All right. So here we are joined with Tricassius. Now it's going to be hard when we either, when I say Chad, they're both going to answer. So I think I'm just going to call it bounce and try. That's how I'm going to get around this tonight. <laughs> I'm going to refer to you guys. So that sounds good to me. All right, try. So welcome. And I know, like I said, Chad's excited tonight because, or bounce. Is excited because he doesn't have to do a build tonight. He it's it's yours. So tell us what we're going to be doing tonight. Well, start off. I wish I was in Chad's shop right now myself. <laughs> so 
all. It, you can come up anytime you want. You can come and build anything you want. I'd be afraid of how much I'd learn and how many tools I'd want. And it'd be just an expensive <laughs> deal if I came up there. Yeah, I felt the money being sucked out of my pocket on the tools the last week, too. <laughs> oh, <so. yeah. laughs> Especially yeah. that glow forge. We were talking about that before show, too. That was, ugh. I've been seeing stuff. It's all actually week. pretty cool. You know, I was telling Derek, if I had to pick between one of the tools, I don't know which one I'd pick because they all have their unique part that they can do, right? So, the CNC machine is kind of cool because you can you can create uh, a different things, but you have to sit there and you have to actually mount them down and, and clamp them in place and then make sure the piece doesn't come loose. Otherwise, if it does, the router tip hits it and ruins it. But the Glowforge will just sit there and cut it out. Um, you know, and then, and then 3D printing is so nice and the vinyl cutter, everything. It's just, I don't know what I would pick. Yeah, yeah. all your tools are too smart for me, though. That's the other problem. <laughs> I need dumb too smart tools. for me, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our, our high school started a program where they get uh, like a laser cutter or a printer or different types of things and they can use them for six weeks or however long and then they swap and they get another uh, computer controlled thing to run. So that's a real neat uh, program they've got going at the school here. Well, that's, that's really cool. great. That's really cool. All right, try. So what are we going to be learning tonight? Well, um, on the last show I was on, I brought a cache that that had a uh, drawer that opened up. Well, of course, it won't work now, but a drawer that opens up on the side. And the, you guys were kind of interested in it. So all it is is a CD drum, CD drive. Um, and that just amazes me is that's what that is. Yeah, 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 it's it's just a CD you get out of the computer. Uh, it just takes a there's four screws most of the time on the bottom. So, so how did you come up with the idea of using a CD-ROM drive for a drawer? Uh, one more late night, I'm sure, woke up and thought, <laughs> "Hey, I could do that." <laughs> Added it to the the baggie of ideas. There it there is. There you go. There's the Holy Grail right there. There it is. You can see in there, right? <laughs> no, no. We'll blur it out. We're okay. trying to. Okay. We're trying to. <laughs> so that's the inside of your CD drive. Um, most of the CD drives have a little lock, you know, so you can't just pull the drawer out. So you'll have to push this little button in in order to get the drawer started. Right. And then you have, this is the laser for reading the CD or DVD. So you got to take that out. And sometimes you can use that as part of a, a geocache. Um, and, of course, it's wired in. This particular one has a different type of drive motor that uh, you would need a driver. So this would be a stepper motor, I believe. So this okay. one wouldn't work as, as well. But I've taken and used, used this drive to either push out a, a code out the side of a box or i've used it i put a pin and use it as a as a type of lock so you can put a pin on it and it would slide and lock the pin in so oh, the door wasn't open that's cool so it doesn't have to so, just be a drawer it could be a latch yeah yep yep i use it for a for locking a, a door is what it was for um but now i buy all the latches and stuff it's a lot but yeah it's kind of neat like i say i just put a little 
uh, screw a piece of plexiglass on there and and it out it pops outside to, to show a combination for a lock for for the geocache but so as far as the CD on them is uh, on this particular one the motor is right here where you could connect into this the ones I have out have wires on them already so there's a positive and negative they're DC they run on uh, I believe five volts and I, I run them on either two AA batteries or D batteries or whatever right up, up to 4d depending on what I'm what I'm trying to do uh, the nice thing like I say is using it this way you can't you can't pull the drawer out it right. has to it, there's a, a lock as it goes in it locks itself in there so you can't pull it out so I like that feature on them uh, but it, it's fairly simple like I say to make uh, make it go in and out you put positive positive to one side and negative to the other and it'll go one direction right but then if you reverse the wires positive to the other then it'll make the drawer go back in so it's fairly simple to wire so you need a special switch switches i use they're, they're called double pull double throw so they'll have uh this side is one switch and this is a is part of the other switch so there are two legs on each side so if i put power to here and i reverse these two then it would change depending on which way you, you push the push the trigger um That's this really particular cool. one yeah this particular one's a momentary so as soon as you let off it jumps back into the center right there are some there are some that you know, lock only one way or the other. Or now, kind of, if you was locking one way or the other, that would kind of burn it out, wouldn't it? Or to keep uh, the power the to it all the time. Yep, the locking ones. Yeah. The cache I have is has a locking one, but there's a push button you push to make it go. Okay. Uh, so you lock it one way, push the button, let off, lock, turn it the other way, and push the button, and it it'll go back in. Right. Uh, okay. So double pull, double throw. That there's two pulls, and the double throw means it switches on and off both directions. This particular lock, it'll lock one side, stop in the center, and lock in the other way. But like I say, I think it's best to use the the momentary ones. They right. less would, uh, less problems. Yeah, I was thinking because when I was looking at the one that kind of locks, I was thinking that would probably could possibly burn out the motor one way or the other if it keeps yeah, going. Yeah. And yeah, as we so know, cashers burn out motors. We just know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to use a, a push button. So a lot of times I'll just use a push button with the ones that lock. Uh, but yeah, definitely the momentary switches are the way to go. Yeah. So in order to, to wire one of these up, you need to, let's see. So I'm just going to use two double A's or four double A's here. And I'm going to try soldering. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yes. I know, I know what kind of luck we have on live shows and soldering. Well, which so. was kind of funny. And I was saying this to Chad earlier. What popped up on my Facebook timeline today is that that show that we've always thought, we've always teased Chad about the soldering was a year ago. 
today. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yes, it was kind of funny. Now, now you're all right. Let's see if we can repeat this with you with another chat. So. I'm gonna turn it up to 3,000. No, <laughs> I've soldered since then, and it's been fun. <laughs> yes, I, yes, it has. But, but I was just, it was just one of those things of it. Murphy's you know, Law. We just know that's what's going to happen. That's why I don't do these it. live. <laughs> so on this switch, I'm going to bring the power in, positive and negative. And then I'm going to bring the positive from this one all the way around over to here. So I'm going to crisscross this one and crisscross that one. And then my motor will be connected to the center two lugs. So I'm just going to put the crisscross in and, and we'll, see if, we'll see if this works anyway. Like I say, this doing this live stuff is, <laughs> and and then try to do it for the camera too. That's the other thing that's tougher than you would think. You could just blame it on me if something happens. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll say Chad did it. Yep. <laughs> well, and, and Dave is saying you wouldn't live, be wrong. Live, right. Yeah, live. Uh, Dave uh, Wagner says live video sucks up the IR and super cools the tip. Fun fact. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. All right. So for yeah. the audio listeners, yeah, this is uh, uh, looping a from one side of the the um, the momentary switch to the other side with a it's a red wire, and now he's doing the same thing yeah. with from two other yeah, poles with the black. Pre tinned all this stuff before I started, I guess. Yeah. Engineer 42 is taking a CD-ROM drive apart as he watches. That's great. Yeah. I have I have one sitting on my bench at the house. And, of course, as you know, that I'm not at my house right now. So I, I have three of them in the drawer down here, and I thought, oh, I should do it, but I actually want to watch. <laughs> Good thing we you know, have this on YouTube. We can watch it later. Yeah, we'll go back, and, and I, will, I, I would be lying if I would say I have not done that before. Go back and watch one of our builds to – all right, how do yep. we do that wiring on that again? Just to refresh yeah. my memory on something. Yeah, let me stumble through it. <laughs> all right, so that's all the soldering I'm doing today. So so all I did, if I done it right, so black negative here is going to go across and come over here. Positive, come across. So when you flip the switch one way, so our motor is going to come off the two center ones. So when you flip the switch one way, it's going to be putting negative here, positive there. When you flip it the other way, it'll be negative here, positive there. So it's flipping the motor back and forth. Sorry. <laughs> I see Dan Moore's comment. Yes, I, I, oh, we both it. clicked on it. it says, you would think my wife would notice a big hole in the front of her computer. <laughs> That's awesome. You're lucky that you have a computer that has a CD-ROM in it still. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I think I have. I don't think mine has a CD. No, yours doesn't. Because I noticed that last week too. Mine doesn't at home. My laptop doesn't. But my kids' laptops, I got them for this year for school. Do I made sure they oh. did. So it's kind of funny. Okay, so now I'm going to run the power over, or run the the green and yellow are going to run to the positive and negative on the drawer. Find that. And it really doesn't matter which one you hook it to because you'll just turn the switch around if it doesn't line up right. All right, so then that's bringing power to this when I flip the switch. Now we need to hook up our battery. 
And you're just running six volts through there, right? Yep. Yeah, look, yep. Four double A's. Four double A's, exactly. Okay. And I have ran it on two two batteries before. It it makes it look a little more little slower, of course, because less voltage. It opens and closes a little slower. So <laughs> camo tape. Yeah, camo tape. She'll never see it. Yeah, they're talking about how they're going to hide the, the CD-ROM missing. Um, Adi also no, said, have Dave or Chad uh, print 3D print a lookalike cover. There you go. Oh, there's probably one on Thingiverse. Probably don't need to uh, yeah, I'm sure try and design it. Yeah. Um, so if I wired it up right, we've got power coming, going to the outside, and switching, then to the back to the motor. So if I wired it right, there it opens. It's closing. That so is it, it's so smooth. Pretty darn easy. If I can figure it out, most anybody can. Um, so now I've got the cache I'm working on now uses reed switches, which I think most people know I love reed switches. Yeah, you're not so the only one. Yeah. So a reed switch, the way it works is uh, there's a little magnetic. Uh, switch in here. So when you bring a magnet to it, it'll close the switch or open it depending on the type of switch you have. So this was a normally open switch. So it means that electricity doesn't go around until you bring the magnet to it. So you can right. get normally opened or normally closed. So if I bring this into the circuit somewhere, so let's disconnect the negative. And Connect to the other side of the reed switch. So now if I flip this switch, it doesn't do anything until I bring a magnet to it. And there it'll open and close. But as soon as I pull that's the magnet cool. away. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. So You could hook an LED up to that too. So you know if you have something in the right spot, then you'd know the switch would be on. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many different options that you could do with this. And it's, I'm sitting here thinking of some other options. Like when you're talking about earlier about how you added a switch in there or a pin, so it'll actually lock a cabinet. Could actually be, that's just, that's oh, yeah. another way yep. of doing this without having to, to make us, it's a, another way of making a smart cache, not smart. And just without, yeah, most, you know, <laughs> most of my, my caches I make from, junk i've got laying around so until i started buying these fancy latches and stuff that's how i built all all my locks we're either using the cd drawer or uh 12 volt the uh, electric locks for a car right a mm -hmm. little uh, plunger i used use those quite a bit and uh so most of mine were done with that but so like i say this read switch so once you figure out how to get all this wired up which isn't all that hard. Like I say, I can figure it out. And, and answer the Pizza Ninja's question real quick. Yes, that is a cow magnet. We talked about that. Ah, yeah. I had to bring that on last time. <laughs> so, so, so this is the cache I made uh, using a CD drawer. There's a CD drawer in there. And then, again, of course, there's read switches. I don't know if you can see read switches up in underneath here, but there's reed switches underneath and magnets in these in these rings. You'll have to line up the word up and down on this one. Don't look at the word so you don't know to get it open. 
And then there's the open and close switch here. And on this one, you have to push the button in order to open and close the cache to get into the where the log is. So it's just another way uh, to use the CD drawers to make the drawer so you can get it into it instead of it just sliding out with a little uh, uh, log book on it or something. And that's but, really cool. How did you get the rings yeah. to stay in place? That's what I'm, I'm looking at, how you did that. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's pretty tricky. Uh, it's a trade secret. Yeah. So I cut a, I cut a slot in on each side of this ring. Okay. And then there's a bolt. So the bolt slips and keeps the rings in. Um, you can't really see how it's done. So just your center uh, hole, your center circle is mounted, and then the other two slot uh, slide around nope, it? They, they, they all spin. Yep. Hmm. So oh, wow. there's a slot in between both of these, both of these, and then the head of the bolt slips into them slots. So you have to put it all together, drop it. it it's, it's a little tricky, but. And then uh, just get your tension right. So basically, it really okay. Yep. So okay, I understand. Okay, I think I understand you. Yeah. Okay. So is it like yeah, a T slot then? Exactly. Yep. T slot. Mm hmm. Yeah. And like I say, it's it's. I've got dumb tools, so I'm using routers and band saws and jigsaws. And I'm sure your CNC machine will be do a real good job on it. But it it works pretty good. They roll pretty nice and. So, like I so say, Dan has a, each. Mm -hmm. Dan here has a question. Is is that a gear or belt driven CD ROM drive? Uh, this one is a gear driven. Uh, I've have haven't had bad luck with either one. I in my mind, if you use one that's got a belt, there'd be a little bit of give in there. Right. Uh, this particular one has kind of a spring loaded gear, so if it hits, it doesn't jar the teeth. So, but uh, I have used use both the like i say when i was talking about how the the drawers locked where you can't pull it out when it's like this style now hopefully nobody that's coming to gilby knows this or sees this but you can actually just move it by with your fingers so so it's not it doesn't lock which isn't but it's just kind of a gimmicky thing i think so so you okay. can get into it easy this particular and what are you going to put that in is that going to be going in an ammo can or how's that what you're going to put that in yep it drops right into an ammo can yep. so okay so they pull it out and be able to solve it that way okay yep, yep. Pull it out. now are you leaving that acrylic clear so they can see in it or did you do that just to show i did it just for show so i could kind of show what how it's done so they, people could see inside there. Uh, I will be painting the drawer so people can't see that part. I might just leave it clear just for the fun of it. Um, except for you can see the reed switches. So maybe I'll have to paint the bottom side of this part or something to, so they can't see where that. But I, I like the looks of the clear box. I, I do too. And how's your yeah. cache maintenance on? How, how do you replace the batteries in that? There's two screws on each side and then this whole section the okay. dvd and everything slips right out okay yeah. but that's cool it's fairly simple and i'm sure there's smarter people than me that can make it do cooler things than i do but 
I don't know. That's pretty cool. It is really cool. I, I really love that. And Rumba Cats goes, it's great that you have gadget cash makers interviewing other gadget cash makers. You guys ask the right questions. Thank you. <laughs> well, hey, we want to know too. That was, <laughs> yeah. We may want to make this too. So. <laughs> yeah. so one of the caches that uh, Josh came out and videoed was called uh, Gadget Cash Closer. And sadly, I had some teenagers uh, sign up geocache and they oh. went and busted a lot of caches out south of me so now all my caches are are premium which i hated to do but uh, yeah and that's that's the struggle with doing having to do that too yeah. you, you want to be found you want people to find them but sometimes we just got to have to make a premium yeah all right. so this is the one that that was there it had the drawer here that came out there was ram in it and then you had to put the ram in here and lock it in and then there was a little thing that slid out on the uh, the uh, laser drive part of it. And it popped out, and then it gave you the code for the, the lock here. But, yeah, it's a little sad to show up when you find this all busted up like that. I really want the container back the that this went into because that was right. a neat one of them round. How did round you make the, the uh, RAM? connect so it knew it had uh it was connected you just pick a couple of the points and you know that's what i thought i'd be able to do was just pick a couple of points and solder but it was the most difficult thing i've ever ran into <laughs> trying to get a connection but uh i ended up soldering i don't know there's a, a wire that goes from here to here all the way across and then I just picked some points on here. But like I say, I thought it would be real easy, but it was a pain in the butt trying to find the, the right connections to get it to work. But oh, wow. I'm going to have to start saving all my RAM now. Yep. Uh, yep. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a few in, in a drawer at home, so I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> I just threw a whole bunch away. Uh, what? So Chat Dan, his wife's going to notice if the RAM is missing, just to let you know, Dan. Your wife will notice that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd notice RAM before the CD drive. We ever. can't 3D print that. No. Yeah. But I, I enjoy making these funny little caches. We've been getting quite a few people from all over lately. Uh, oh. Illinois. It was the last last two weeks was Illinois. And the I think we have someone from our network heading up your way, I think, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Emily, right? Um, Emily, yes. yeah, I think she's heading yep. your way. So yep. Dan yeah, asks, can we get a close-up of the container lock mechanism one more time? Um, I think he's meaning of the CD-ROM one of the other circular one. So he wants to kind of see if you can, if there's a way okay. we can see that closer. Which part are we looking at? So there's that. And then maybe on the underside. Dan, are we showing you the right ones? Just yeah. let us know. Yeah, so you can see the the um, reed reed switches there. You probably can see a couple of bolts that come down that are tying this all down to the head. Oh, oh, he was asking for the the other one, the one that had the uh, the one that got broken up. Oh, the locking mechanism on that one. Okay. Um, this one there would so this is the DVD player here. Oh. So the DVD would have sat here. It would have came out 
I think Dan was up here and did this one. Then the, the drawer would have slid out. You would have pulled two ROM out, dropped it into place. And then underneath this ROM, underneath the DVD, was the, the uh, laser, you know, the little tiny one. And it would just pop out, and it had the code for the lock over here. Uh, but it, it used the same switch. You just open and close here, and then it had a, two switches on each side. One opened this drawer, and the other opened this drawer. And okay. It wouldn't work unless you had this ROM in place to get this little one out. So Dan is saying that he uh, rebuilt it here and need the case mechanism. So I guess however you had it coming out of the case, if you had, I don't know if you have that because you, you said you're missing the case now, correct? Yeah, this used to go into a, a round ammo can about yay big around about three feet long. And it was kind of neat because it, it slid in and on the end here, all you seen was this once you took the top off and you actually had to pivot this open and then there's a button underneath here you pushed to unlock it so you pulled this whole cylinder out to start with so the big puzzle is getting this out of the box to start with this part was pretty easy but so how did that button okay. release it from the the round ammo can right um, that's that's what that's what stands for okay. trying to figure out i see okay so <laughs> So this is where the latch, there was a, a latch bolted to the bottom of the ammo can and that which would pin to this. And then when you push the button, it was just a, a long. Oh, the push rod. button. It just pushed on the latch and released yep, it. Yep. Yep. Just pushed on the oh, latch that's, that's on it. So simple. That almost looks like it would be almost electronic or something. Yeah. yeah it's just like I say, I'm not that smart. I, I like <laughs> things simple, mechanical. Stuff you say that, out. but I would never have thought about doing this. No, no, I wouldn't have either. That was that's really cool. It's really ingenious. And then, um, oh, Dan asked. Uh, looks like it's a bar or something. It's, it looks like it's a bar. Dan's asking, is it a cable wire or is it just actually a bar that goes straight no, through? It's, it's a piece of ready rod, quarter inch okay. ready rod with a big nut on the end and and a spring in there somewhere to return it. To, flex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then that's pretty. Cool. I really. Really about that. All the oh, I think we're losing losing try for a second. Um, so I'll come back to this question here in a second. I think we just lost him. Am I correct? Bounce because I don't know if it's my signal. Or I think so. He'll he'll pop back up when he comes. He'll pop back on. up in a second. I'm gonna go ahead and pull him out for a second. So I just think that is just really really cool. How I mean. Mixing the CD-ROM with the mechanical release of that, I think that's just really cool. And it's, it's like you said, it looks like it would be electronic, that button, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, just the way he builds that is ingenious. And I love, like I said many times, I love how that drawer just comes out. It's a slow action drawer, you know, yeah. uh, you know, it's a motor. Um, it just looks so high tech. It's so right. cool. I plan on using that myself. I'm going to take this this build and use it. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to go ahead and come back to Engineer42's question. He says, how how are you making sure cashers close the door completely? Are you powering it closed or expecting them to push it? Um, I think most of the time it's they're actually powering it closed. So once they, they'll actually power it closed to come back. So they'll reverse right. that. That's why it's the double pull, double throw switch. 
and so it'll actually power back in. Is it going to always come? Are they always going to put it back? No, they never do. I mean, we all know that. It's just, it's just the the pain of other cashers. Um, but hopefully, as we're putting more gadgets out, people, more and more people will start respecting those gadgets, and I hope, <laughs> and they'll actually be able to start putting things back and ready for others. And that's also part of what I know. I try for my caches, I try and make it real simple for the reset. Because if it's a real difficult reset, I don't think they're going to have take the time to put it all back. Is that kind of what you've experienced as well, Chad? Yeah, and then I think some people get really excited, and then they forget to put stuff back. Um, yeah. In fact, I had someone leave their glasses inside one of my caches once. Or actually, it was sitting <laughs> on the top of the, the one that was in the loading dock you went and found last week. Right, uh, right. When it was the other cache. And I'm like, how would you forget your glasses? Don't you need them? <laughs> but uh, I guess they're just reading glasses or something. But yeah, they get really excited and and uh, they just forget to put stuff back or or stuff like that. You know, they start taking pictures and yeah, you know, logging it and forget. So, but yeah, I mean, just that button. You know, uh, you know, you have the double pull, double throw uh, switch, and then you know they just push it until it's closed, and then hopefully they let go of it so they don't burn up the motor. Right, right. And I mean, talking about being excited. I've we left something at your house last week and we had to turn around and come back for it. So, I mean, I was so excited about what, what, what I saw at your, in your workshop. So I can completely understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, really just a couple blocks away. We're like, Hey, you left uh, something. I don't remember what it was something for Chewy, I think, but <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, you could take the Arduino and you could actually use this and then just like you light up an led, right. You're just using the voltage. Right. Uh, and you would just, for the timing you do for the led for five seconds you figure out how long it takes to open and close and you just put to turn on for five seconds and it right. opens right and that's so. just that's just really really cool and it, i think it's just one of those things that's the the wow factor the awe factor that when you're all of a sudden you see this drawer come open and then it's there and i know i did a cash long quite a while ago and i and i tried doing the like a hidden drawer type kind of thing this would solve that issue that i was having to make it look a lot cooler. Uh, so I think that hidden drawer thing may come back on behind the cache sometime and actually reusing the CD-ROM and doing that. I don't know when, but it may come up pretty soon. So Yeah, that that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, real quick while we're waiting, we can talk about a little bit what we're going to be doing next show. Okay. Um, uh, we are going to build a... Uh, I think Engineer 4 is talking about a limit switch. Uh we're going to build a uh, a maze uh, cache. So, like, use a magnet and a ball, a uh, ball bearing or a uh, ball through it, and then when it gets to the end, it'll activate a door or a latch. So, okay. we'll be building that uh, on the next show. Uh, which, if I was a good host, I'd have the date right here in front of me. Yeah, give me a second. <laughs> so, I'll have it for you in a second. It's, it'll be at yeah, twenty seventh. So, get to my calendar right now. July so I'm 27th. on vacation right now, so I don't know what day it is. Yes, July 27th will be the next uh, Gadget Talk. So we're back on our regular Tuesdays, so that's everything's going to be really cool there. I know we've had kind of a few that have been on Mondays because of um, different guests and the opportunity of me being able to be in chat shop and us actually being able to do a podcast for the first time in one location. So that was a little bit of, kind of maybe throwing some other people off there. But we are back on Tuesdays, uh, first and the last Tuesday of the month, doing that. Um, also during this time, uh, don't forget that Chromia uh, Print has the coins. And if you have not gotten your coin 
Um, this is the what when they sell out, they sell out. So go make sure you go to the easiest way to do that is go to geocache.com uh, geocache and click on the store or the shop button up there, and they'll take you to Chromia Print. And there's a lot of different stuff. Of course, there's the Simon boxes that are on there. And if it happens, which it should not say anymore, uh, sold out, they are not sold out. So you can always go check that out. That You'll be able to find it. We'll be able to put those on there. And here pretty soon we'll have the other boxes that Dave Wagner was teasing last week. So, and it looks like we got tryback. So let's yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think they want me to be on the whole show. Oh, no. You, <laughs> yeah, we do. You just it's just because we're them. live. You, you just yeah. also dropped off there for honest. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the heck. <laughs> well, at least it lasted you. through the build, though. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. So uh, somebody did have a question here on the uh, – was it how do you how do you keep people to uh to make the mechanism close? Uh how was it? It was engineer forty two. Are you talking about this one? Yeah, how there we how go, are you yes. making sure cashers door closed? Are they powering it closed or are they are you expecting them to push it? I, I expect them to close it, I guess. Yeah. I do expect them to shut it and reset the cache. That's that's the hardest thing is getting people to they're all excited to do the cache, but they're they're ready to get to the next one and sometimes they'll forget to to lock it up and, and reset it. So, so trying to get a cache reset is, is the hardest part sometimes. So you expect them to power it closed with the button or just push it with their hand? Oh, power it. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. the switches. I always have it so you can open and close it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. And of course, uh, Gary uh, is saying excellent ideas and deployment. So yeah, just kind of thinking about how different ways that we can use this, the drawer is just, so many different options and i think this opens up with so many different really cool ideas for so many different people i know um while while we while you're moving from your barn to your living room uh try we chad and i were talking about some of the different deployments that we we would like to do i so that that's just some really great ideas it's opening up some new more creative juices on some stuff so we're always so now, yeah so we're you may think that we're getting our hands into your little secret little bag, but no, we're, oh, we're no. trying to come up with these on our own. <laughs> I'm Derek, bag. I had to lock my drawer idea last, uh, my <laughs> idea drawer last week when Derek was here, he tried to get into yeah. it. That's mm -hmm. that, is that what that top drawer is? <laughs> yes. That, that top drawer is my book. It's my drawer of books with all my ideas in here. So oh, that's why that was locked. They're all on here, all my designs and drawings and, there's a whole bunch of books in here, several of them. And also my uh, Arduino code is in some of them, too. That's why that so. was locked. Yeah. <laughs> now you tell me that now that I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> I'm not going to tell you when you're here. No, um, I'm happy to share ideas or help whoever. I've had a few, few uh, messages asking for help for this and that. And I'm happy yeah. to do that. Yeah. I think we all are. I think most of us builders are always willing to help other cashers if you need it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I know as long I get you're nice when you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I get messages all the time asking for different uh, help with this or, or that or just some. So, yeah, I'm always just send me a message uh, either through Facebook, Instagram, 
or just go through my geocaching profile and find me that way. Um, I'm always willing to answer questions and kind of help brainstorm. Or if you have a problem with something, just go ahead and send me an email. Cause I love doing that. That's why we do this. So that's just, that's yeah. just really awesome. Yeah. That's neat getting uh, messages from people asking if they can build a cache like that. So I know there's quite a few of mine are around and, I know West Virginia Tim always says that on his uh, videos that he's more than happy to uh, help uh, help somebody or copy it and don't have to put my name on it by no means. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, Rubicats here has a question for you. He says, uh, what idea did you have for a cache that turned out not to be such a good cache after the build? Uh, I've got a couple. Um I spent a bunch of time making a a big uh, PVC pipe into it, it slid open instead of a part top coming off. You had to turn some rings and then it would open up sideways. And boy, I spent a lot of time on that stupid thing and never did get it to work. <laughs> uh, I've got one out. Or I got two out right now that the no, actually I had one that used uh, a pump. And you pumped RV antifreeze up instead of pouring water into the top of a tube. Right. It would pump around a spiral and then up and then float the, the uh, cash out the top. And uh, that one, it, it worked pretty well, but the RV antifreeze started to stink terrible. So nobody wanted to touch <laughs> the cash. So that one got archived. Uh, that was Hans and Franz. Um, I have one out right now called Corona, and you have to put your hands in these rubber gloves to uh, grab the uh, cash. And, of course, uh, to look into the case, I've got some uh, convex and concave lenses you have to look through. So everything is distorted and, and tough to look through. And, of course, you're using these rubber gloves to sign the, find the log inside a bunch of gold buttons and and you have to find the pen is locked inside the case. You can't get the pen out. And yeah, it's a pen that looks like a syringe. But of course, being me, I threw a bunch of dead pens in there too. <laughs> so you have to find the syringe pen to, in order to log it. Right. And that one, that, that one's kind of getting, I don't know. I don't really like that one. I thought it was going to be a neat idea at first. And and uh, I've got one that uses a voltage meter, and then you have to put a couple of resistors across and read the uh, resistance and use a number off of certain resistors to get the combination. And that one seems to vary a little bit with temperature for some reason. I don't know hmm. what the reason or it's a humidity. That's maybe. a really cool That's idea good. on how to get a code. Yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. a cool idea. And I'm sure we got some electrical engineers in the chat right now that could explain that to us. Um, but I also want to mention, uh, Dave Wagner said on the on the CD-ROMs or the DVD players, uh, right, Goodwill might be a good place to find them um, or just any thrift store that you can go find. A lot of times they'll have them. That's how I found mine was at the thrift store that where I work. Actually, has a thrift store, and I see some of them coming in and out. I'm going to constantly go and be going down there and raiding some more uh, pretty soon. So... <laughs> Because I actually want to, I saw before I left, and may may not be there. Uh, there was an actual CD-ROM like what you had that took apart that was downstairs from my office. So I may go down there and get that here the next day or so when I get back. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's and you know, honestly, oh, yeah, 
when I go through the computers and take stuff out, I don't know if you saw my drawer of, of other things over here, Derek. Um, I have a drawer of heat sinks and, you know, all the different internal parts of a CD-ROM drive and, and everything. And I use those on caches all over the place. I mean, they're just uh, greeblies pretty much, right? So like on the side of uh, Signal, there's this is a CD-ROM wheel here. Um, heat sinks. There's all kinds of stuff on here that I just... I don't buy them. I just pull them out of computers yep. when I take them apart. Yep. That's cool. And, and you can't forget, you got to get the hard drive magnets out of there too. That's oh, I have a drawer full of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly what Dan was saying. Hard drive magnets, magnets for, from hard drives. Mm -hmm. yes. So, and then, uh, so Romacat says uh, for the baseball and target cash, did you start out with the tethered ball or did you, or did that happen later? Uh, if later, what did the first come? What what did you first come up with? Well, so the cache he's talking about is there's a a target on top, up high, probably 10, 12 feet up, and a baseball hanging down on a cable, and you have to throw it, hit the target, and the cache slides out of the the target. Uh, so I had the idea of doing it, but I just couldn't figure out what type of latch to use. That would trip it. Well, I ended up, it was this another so stupid easy. I've got a big <laughs> magnet in the top of the container. It's just a round, round tube about the size of a, a caulk or silicone container. Right. Um, I think they're flare, flare tubes is what they were. So there's a magnet in the top of the tube. And the trip, the where the target is, there's just a teeter-totter, basically. And when you hit the target, it just bangs on the magnet and the thing just falls free from the magnet. So it's just so stupid easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's but, cool. Yeah. I, I had the idea of make, I wanted to make a baseball uh, target to you have to throw it at. And but yeah, that one's, I like that one. I enjoyed baseball growing up and one of my, one of my favorite caches. Yeah. That's, that's really neat. I like that idea. I mean, like when, once again, some of the best caches are the simplest ones. Yeah. Gadgets. So, cause just like, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Miss Daisy is another one. It's just stupid easy, you know, just a fan and some LEDs. I mean, how much easier can it be? Even, and, and everybody, you know, they'll text me, do I really have to get back in the car? I say, yeah, you do. So, so that, <laughs> I, that's my, probably my favorite cache for the most part. It, it's like I say, anybody can wire it up. It's, you can right. use it. Have you had anybody drive off with it though? <laughs> they've always come back so far as far as i am aware of. Yeah. well yeah, yeah they've driven off but they've had to come back because and that's yeah. that's the thing that i think i've been fairly lucky because i don't none of my caches are chained to a tree or anything um because i want people to get out of the cold or get out of the mosquitoes or whatever happens to be out there they can bring the the puzzle to their car and work on it uh but yeah miss daisy luckily she hasn't uh drove off Nice. Yeah, I don't have any mine chained to a tree either. Mm. They're no, mainly just... bolted to the walls or uh, <laughs> okay. cemented yeah. into the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are chained to trees for the most part. I mean, it, it also <laughs> depends on your area that you're in too. That's that's, and that's one thing that when you're building gadgets, you need to think about your area that you're in, from the material that you're using to the way that you secured in the location. So, because I mean, you're very rural where you're at. Uh, try and balance is of course very urban mine's more urban as well in memphis right now so yeah there's just a lot of different 
types of people that are in those areas. So you got to always think of that when you're building your caches as well. When I worked with geocaches on the uh, geo tour, uh, that's of course urban. So we had to make sure we cabled or bolted or made them so they couldn't be removed. And we had one, uh, one geocache was made out of a beer, ke beer keg and cabled on and, and somebody actually cut the cable on that and, and took it. So I made a new container, another beer keg, and is at a, a, a restaurant. And this time we bolted it to the cement with some huge leg bolts and it, it does not move. That one, you aren't <laughs> gonna take that out without pulling cement up. But, but yeah, it's disappointing to see geocaches getting stolen like that. Yeah, it is, it is. Yep. So yeah, and Dan was saying the same thing about uh, Miss Daisy, North Dakota type cache, uh, not safe for other parts of the country. Can you imagine driving, texting, and Miss Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> I, be I believe Dan's wife was the chauffeur, was the uh, rode in the back seat, and she was being chauffeured around while Miss Daisy was, she was holding Miss Daisy out the window. All right, so here's another question. This one's coming from Rumba Cats. What did you use to push the missile out of the cache when using the syringe? Is it a piston, second syringe, a bladder, or something else? Okay, so that one is a tube that's in the ground, and there's at the top there's a big syringe, a bigger around, and then inside at the bottom of the tube is actually two syringes. So when you take this big syringe and push in, you're pushing on a smaller diameter uh, syringe, and two of them at the same time. So it's actually double acting in a way. And then it pushes the container out. It looks like a ICBM missile coming out. But yeah, it's it's like I say, dirt simple, easy. Just a couple of rubber tubes and some syringes and and you make that's, a cache. That's, that's cool. Really cool. I love that. That's just a super it's, easy mechanism. It, yeah, and I'm more mechanical than I'm in electronic. That's for sure. That's really cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. I just want to say welcome. Uh, Carlos from Spain. What is it? It's like four o'clock a.m. I think in <laughs> Spain right now, isn't it? Hmm. That's crazy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it looks sounds good. like he's pulling your hours. Bounce. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. already be working for a couple hours. <laughs> it's probably break time. That's what it is, probably for him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Thanks for joining us. I'd love seeing how many people from around the world. You know, we have someone from Australia on here. Yep. Um, who placed? We we had his cash on right from. Is Simon one that Dave built right. or Dave made? Uh, it had there you go, you got it. 10 that's favorite points with 15 visits. That's pretty good. That is really good. Um, that's really cool. That's it's a great percentage. Love that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. Um, getting messages from all over the world. I've got people from Germany and and uh, Denmark have contacted me, and yeah, it's kind of neat to that to that, that happens. Right. Yeah, that's and, cool. And I just saw that you got a new mural up in your area about it being yeah. <laughs> at the and fire that station. Was pretty neat. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. End of the building, that they uh, hired a company to or a, a artist to paint a big mural on the side of the building, and and uh, so it's picture of the old depot, a big tractor, of course, farm tractor, and then Gilby Fire Department, and then my my path tag is underneath so we've had a few people uh take pictures selfies next to it and so it's kind of neat so 
there'll be a cache next to it at some point. That'll be really cool. Um, Rombacats once again says, uh, let's see if it'll come up. Oop, where is it? There it is. It says, uh, Tricashus makes holistic caches. The universe provides his elegant, elegantly simple cache solutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah no, weird. it's fun. I really enjoy working on caches and, and giving people a headache, pulling their hair out. And, <laughs> Try to make them not too hard. If my kids can figure it out, I figure most anybody can. Right. And that's, that's, that's just a lot of fun. And I know you have, there's an event coming up really soon. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the event that's uh, about Gilby go, going wild. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. So uh, last year I was, my arm was twisted to have an event in Gilby. So Gilby gone wild was the first year last year. And of course, uh, geocaches was a big, part of that as long as well as my family and a few other cashers in the area so uh september 25th we'll be having another gilby gone wild in in the park in gilby uh, last year they said i had to put out 30 caches which i thought was a little high but uh did manage to get maybe 15 or so out and then uh, this year i haven't been told how many i got to put out but i've got several of them uh Several of them in the shop made up, and I'll have them put out by September 25th, and people can come out and visit Gilby. How many people are you expecting up. at that event? Last year during COVID, we had 120. Uh, we oh, had wow. eight eight different states, um, and so it was pretty exciting. It's a lot a lot of people. Uh, this year, I, I have no clue how many. I, I think we've got over 50 signed up now. And then, of course, you can't you can't help but go up to the Fargo Moorhead and get the geo tour that Geo's got put up together. So, so a lot of people have been coming just to Gilby and and the geo tour uh, from quite a ways away. I've got somebody texting me, telling me they're going to be coming down from Alaska, and yeah, it's pretty amazing. I think. So uh, here, Dan has another question: Is it snowing there? In September, <laughs> I sure hope not. Yeah, I don't know that I ever seen snow in September yet. Okay, good. October, yes. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to answer. I didn't realize I was thought to make when I clicked on this. I misread it real quick. Uh, James, I only have one really one cache left in South Carolina now. Most mine are now moving to Memphis, Tennessee. So there's one. I have one gadget there. It's at a tax office. And well, and then there's one at a church just a little bit down, but it's not really a gadget. It's just a creative container. And then I have my virtual downtown. Those are the only caches now that I have in, uh, in South Carolina. The others that I have now are in here in, uh, or not here. I'm in Washington state right now, but they're in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. So just to give you a heads up on that. Oh, so, look at this. Uh, uh, Doug, did you at, put this up yet? What's no, your bucket list caches you want to find? Oh, man. Um, one of the ones I really wanted to find and I actually did find it was the Raven's Labyrinth in uh, Prescott, Arizona. That one I've been watching for quite a while. And that is just bananas. It's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that a just it, finding our way cash? No, it was the, the Raven was his name that put it out originally. And now it's Gene and Joe, I think, is watching it. Uh, the oh, Raven okay. got out of it, Dan. Dan or Dave? Dan, I think. 
Um, he got out of geocaching and he left all these amazing caches up in Prescott. We did several of them when we were up there a couple of years ago. Uh, but he was a carpenter and you could see that he doesn't have any smart tools either because uh, <laughs> everything was made out of wood or, yeah, it was pretty cool. But, but it was there was a lot of computer controls connected to it and lights and buzzers and it was just a maze. You had to work your way around. And it, it's, I'm still amazed with it, even after seeing it. Um, this, the town of Prescott really got behind him, and and they actually had a big gazebo built over it. And, yeah, it, oh, wow. it, it was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that one. That one looks really, really cool. Yeah. And, of course, I'd like to get up to West Virginia, Tim area, and see some of them and there's so many neat builders out there. You know, a lot of them are on the, I'm sure are on the show tonight watching them. There's oh, yeah. so many neat people out there that build amazing caches. Yes, there are. And, bounce bounces and... Yeah, that was a lot of fun last week, getting into some of those last week. And sure. of course, seeing the video that we put out last week was a little bit different because a little bit with the kids and stuff. And this week's video is a little bit different too. Not, not any gadgets on this, this next week's video, but okay. it was just a, uh, the bucket list cash for us and so you'll uh you'll get to see that and i'm not going to spoil anything on that one but you mm -hmm. know in the area that i'm in and what was going on so you'll get to see the video of that this week but well um i don't know if we could let doug and chad get together oh they would make <laughs> some amazing caches i, I would I, like to meet them yeah, I hope he has oh, a yeah. full. Doug's great. Doug's great. <laughs> He's so excited too. That that video with Joshua, that that it. is yeah. priceless. I I wish yeah. I could have that kind of. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could be like that, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. Awesome. And he's like that. We uh, I had, you know, my wife and I had the chance to drive around with him for a couple days in Texas with him and his wife, and we had mm -hmm. so much fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a blast. Yeah, and all I can remember is is straight to jail, which Doug will know what that is. So, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. Yeah, he does seem like a very excited person to be around. I think it'd be a lot of fun to to run into him somewhere. Yeah, I understand he's going to be moving. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Look, moving to um, Houston, not Houston, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Okay. So. Which I'm excited about because that's a little bit that's a lot closer, so I can go down there a lot easier to go get uh, some caches. So, uh, answer answer your question, Doug. Yes, they were kind of in the Seattle area. I mean, the superhero one was one one of my bucket list ones too. So that's that was there. But uh, there's some other ones. So yeah, the the uh, throne room one is epic. Yeah, so. and unfortunately, that's that's when Goblin Dust, right? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. didn't make it. I did not make it to that one. I would love to, but I gotta save some stuff for next year. You know, next I gotta year, come yeah. back out here. Like, there's, I, I'll be back. I'll be back. So, cause yeah, I'll be back. But uh, yeah, there well, so Tricashes there. There, there is. Well, Tricashes, I just want to thank you for being with us tonight and showing us that simple and elegant way of doing that hidden drawer. That is just really great. Uh, that's just really awesome. And, and so um, just a really great way of doing that. Um, so just once again, just thank you for joining us and showing us that tonight. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for inviting me on. I, I really enjoy 
doing this once it's over. While I'm doing it, I'm not so excited. But, <laughs> <laughs> but once hey, used to it. The soldering went great. It was phenomenal. Hey, yes. yes. <laughs> if I could only way better than mine. <laughs> yeah, if I only could keep an internet connection working. Hey, that I, I was concerned how mine was going to be tonight. So I don't know if I've, I don't know. It looks good on my side, but I don't know if I've cut out on in there at all tonight, but nope. it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I uh, always love doing these uh, episodes when we have our guests on and just really getting to pick their brains about all these different stuff. And of course, cannot say I love having our chat room really highly involved and asking questions and, and all that, because we could not do this without our viewers and those that are watching. I really do appreciate that. Um, any other talks, any other <laughs> combining Chad and talk and final thoughts yeah. together. And I got two Chads on with us tonight. So um, bounce any final thoughts for tonight? Nope. Just uh, next, next uh, show 27th. Uh, we'll be building the, uh, the maze, right? Cash. Right. I don't know what you'd call that technically. It'll be a maze. It'll be, uh, amazing. It'll be an amazing yeah. catch. That's right. Uh, I think next time we have Chad on, though, uh, or or uh, try, uh, we need to maybe do the uh, fan build there, that driving Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy, because that's <laughs> that's you, you make it sound so simple, and it may be, but there's there's some resistors in there too. But that's but uh, we'll, we need to have you show us how to do that one too. If I yeah. can figure it out, anybody can. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Engineer Forty Two is asking for a new challenge. I like uh, maybe we do. do the first show of next month with a challenge on the CD drawer. That sounds great. Let's do. Okay. Uh, yeah, Let's we'll just do it, it right now. We're going to announce it right now. So on the okay, I got to come up with the date here. You know, it's I should. I just need to mount a big calendar in front of me. It's not the twenty seventh. Uh, one after that, so it'd be the right. third. It'd be the third. The third. August. So 3rd. on August third. Uh, we'll do a CD uh, ROM or drawer challenge. So, uh, you know, send us an email uh, if you want to come on and show what you built. And Chad, you're more than welcome to come back on as well yep. for that for that oh. uh, show. Even if you don't build anything, it'd be nice to have you on, and you can, you know, talk about and see what people uh, did with your idea. Right, but that's yeah, up to you. I, I, no pressure. Yeah, I like that challenge deal. That's neat to see what everybody else comes up with. And yeah, I'll have really to cool. think about look through my my Ziploc and see what I can find. That sounds yeah. phenomenal. So send us an email at gadget talk podcast at gmail.com. Or of course you can visit us on any of the social medias, um, Twitter or Instagram or um, even Facebook, I believe at gadget Facebook, talk, yeah. gadget talk podcast. You can just find us on there. Or if you need to just, you can send us a instant message on there as well. And we can, we'll give you a go through there as well. But, uh, Go ahead and give us send us an email if you have a build that you're going to be doing for the viewer build for now that we've just thrown down the challenge for the drawer CD drawer side for on send it to gadget talk podcast at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you, see what you're building, and that'll be on the third of what I say, August. Yeah. Yes, third of <sighs> August. This year's, year's flying by. I mean, we're already halfway yes. done with this year. So yeah, I know that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. But, so, but I just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Don't forget to hit that like button or and hit that thumbs up, whatever you need to do on whichever platform you're watching us on tonight, and just to get, give us a like, and that really does help. And if you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. There's so many things that go on 
on on the Geocache Talk Network from gadgets like we're doing tonight to puzzles to challenges and and just even our Sunday show. So just go ahead and check all those shows out. There's something for everybody on this network. So uh, thank you for joining us tonight, and we will see you on the 27th for us doing the maze build. See you then. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, there's my mouse finally working, and here's your photos. (laughs) 